Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Ask the expert on Lunchtime Live. And uh, we will be asking the expert in just a moment, but I just wanted to clarify something. Maybe I perhaps could have read out uh, one uh, wrong digit on our cash machine today. I want to clarify the cash machine amount today is 64,000 Five hundred and twenty-two euro and four cent. Sixty-four thousand five hundred and twenty-two euro and four cent. Write that number down and enter the competition. Text play to five seven five double nine. Now it is time for ask the expert. And from uh, eye strains to blurred vision, we're putting your eye-related questions to uh, John Weldon, who's the president of the Association of Optometrists in Ireland. He joins me uh, in the studio. And if you've a question that you'd like to put to John, you can call us on eight. 1800-453-106 or you can text us on 53106. John, good afternoon. Welcome to Lunchtime Live and thanks very much indeed for uh, coming in to us this afternoon. A lot of questions already in. Uh, so the first one that I want to put to you uh, is this. Why do I wake up with one sore, dry eye? It's always the same one. Strange question, but yeah. Yeah, but yet not an uncommon question really oftentimes there's a mechanical reason behind that so sometimes as we get older our eyelids can drop or droop a little bit we call that ectropion and if the eyelids not completely closed then it can dry up and particularly exacerbated if you sleep on that side where you where that eye is exposed and the tears aren't being retained in the eye so usually a mechanical reason for that. Can it be fixed? Yeah, a lot of things. We're very blessed with uh, some of the very best eye surgeons in the world in Ireland and their expertise, particularly in oculoplastics for little problems like that, is well proven. Okay. Uh, Next question. Um, I wondered this myself. Is it possible for your eyesight to improve with age? Well, (laughs) Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing for all of us? I I think really the the antithesis is quite true. You know, most of us find as we approach our middle years that our sight disimproves rather than improves. Uh, In optometry, we call that presbyopia, which is the nice Greek term for the ageing process of the eyes. And I guess many of us are familiar with having to have some help for looking at computers, desk work and reading. And that's totally normal. Mm. Okay. Keep your questions coming in to us. 53106 is our text number, or you can call us on 1800 453 106. Uh, This question has just come in to us, and it says uh, I I have a macular hole appearing on my left eye, according to my optician. Can I avoid getting injections into my pupil? If not, can I get treated under general anesthesia? Okay, well, that's a really, really good question and a very, very important question. Uh, Everyone understands that your macula is the most light sensitive part of your retina, that part which translates all of the light into pictures. And obviously a hole in that area is a pretty serious issue that should be dealt with reasonably promptly. Intravitreal injections, the second part of the query, are not given through the pupil of the eye or through the lens of the eye. They're given through the periphery of the white of the eye, the sclera of the eye. And actually, they're pretty painless because there are no pain receptors inside the back of your eye. So it's not something to be afraid of. Consult your surgeon who's undertaking this treatment. I think that's the best advice. And good luck with with the treatment. Because just the whole uh, thought of an injection into your eye is enough to make most people squirm, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think so. We have many, many of us have uh, a fear or trepidation with needles or injections of any sort. Um, however, the experts who administer the intravitreal injections in the eyes are experts and they have such skill and talent that most people don't notice the, in- the needle going in at all. OK, very good. Now, uh, another question that's just come in to us. And it says, I suffer from Graves' disease, which has left me with some peripheral double vision. I also suffer from pretty severe itch, particularly in the inner corners, uh, the tear duct area. I've tried all the -the over-the-counter solutions, but to no effect. I was referred to an ophthalmologist uh, who pretty much dismissed my problem as simply a dry eye issue. Would you have any advice or possible remedies? Well, I think that's the centre of the issue for patients who suffer with Graves and other types of diseases like this. The eye is more exposed, the eyelids are slightly retracted, the corneal surface is more exposed. Very common to have an incomplete blink which prevents the tears from washing and lubricating the cornea of your eyes. And it's that that's really the centre of the treatments. How do we close perhaps the eyelids or provide adequate lubrication? And again, it's a question for your surgeon whether or not a a lateral tarsophily, a small operation that knits the eyelids a little bit closer together may help. But particularly the application of ocular lubricants is really the centre to help this patient suffer with their problems. All right, we've a lot of questions coming in. 53106 is our number. We'll get through as many as we can. Uh, I get double vision looking at the TV after a few minutes. It's grand if I close one eye. What's causing that? Yeah, well, I suppose there are many causes of double vision and it can be very, very disconcerting. Um, When we think about double vision, which is so problematic for our sight, we always get concerned if it's a recent experience. Some people have very long-standing double vision and have lived with that for many years and it's nothing of a major problem. But sudden onset double vision or diplopia, as we professionally call it, is an issue. So the issues that may cause double vision can be a vascular incident. So, for example stroke or cerebrovascular accident or an aneurysm that prevents the circulation controlling the muscles so they don't coordinate correctly and the eyes drift apart and that's where double vision happens. It can also be muscular. So, for example, if you had an eye injury or head trauma where one of the six eye muscles that control the eye's position get tethered or damaged, then the eyes will naturally come into double vision. In any of those cases, prompt and appropriate investigation is needed and if treatment is required it should be done fairly promptly all right very good um here's a strange question that just came into us i don't even know what this really means is holding an iphone close to your eyes harmful okay well i suppose that opens the debate about all forms of screen media Mm. and i think we've lived through Uh, our our two years of COVID where we've spent so much time with all screen devices, whether it be iPhones, tablets, laptops, etc. I think holding anything too close to your eyes is not really the best practice. Um, Good advice for all screen users is limited amount of period. Uh, If you're constantly on the screen device, we can all identify with that feeling of coming away with sore, tired and gritty eyes. So managing our time on the screen and A couple of years ago in 2020, we had a a little scheme going where we would say 2020, every 20 minutes, take 20 seconds, blink 20 times and try and refocus on something 20 metres away. And similarly, to stop our eyes drying up, we always say think to blink. So uh, I phone a little bit further from the eyes. 
All right, very good. We have uh, Sarah on the line with our uh, next question. Sarah, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Thank you. And what is your uh, question for John Weldon? Um, back in September, um, I developed um, a sort of a vestibular problem, a problem with my balance. And I think I developed um, vestibular neuritis. Um, it's an inner ear thing. But it put my eyes um, out as well in that I developed a nystagmus. And I went to um, I went to get physio for, you know, these eye gaze stabilisation exercises and they put goggles on me and they could see that I have um, a nystagmus. Um, it's still causing me problems like uh, when I go into shop or crowded areas. It's like my eyes don't focus right and it kind of gives me some dizziness and it's just been an ongoing problem since September but the exercises are helping to kind of stabilise the nystagmus. I hope I make sense. Yes sir, it very much makes sense and tremendous sympathy with your symptoms because it's very disconcerting uh, to explain for the rest of our listeners nystagmus is where the eyes move in a tremulous fashion and it can very much interrupt the quality of our sight. Um Without knowing the full details of your vestibular problem, you've got to remember that that vestibular region of our brain is responsible for so many things. Um, The coordination of our eyes, our eyes focusing system, the interpretation of the visual signals to make pictures of a, a tree or a donkey. So anything that upsets that area has a profound impact on your sight. It's very interesting that you rang in today because last week we had one of the world's greatest experts here in Dublin talking about vestibular injury and how it's so impactful on our eyes and sight and indeed how positively helpful visual therapy can be to alleviate symptoms such as yours Sarah. So Mm -hmm. I I would reconsult and yes physio may help but also if you look at visual science and visual therapy it's a real broad area where help is available for you. All right Sarah. Yeah does it go away in time or Well, that's the aspiration of all forms of treatment for you. If we're talking about a vestibular injury or a particular health problem, uh, the hope is that that can be made better for you, Sarah. Okay, thank you. All right, Sarah, thanks very much indeed for uh, your call. We've just one or two more questions I want to squeeze in. Um, This one came in to us and it says, My vision is very cloudy in the morning. It takes a few hours and lots of eye drops to clear. I do keep myself hydrated. What is causing this? Yeah, what a good question. And again, I think we can all identify with being a bit fuzzy and foggy in the mornings, most mornings. Um, usually what we think about is we are a little bit dehydrated when we wake up, but also we know that the front of the eye, the cornea, swells slightly whilst we sleep. It's called overnight edema. And it takes a couple or three hours for us for that overnight edema to abate and for us to develop our best sight. So be patient with yourself and stay hydrated and enjoy your breakfast. Right, okay. And uh, finally, I've recently noticed floaters in my right eye and nighttime double vision. Would these be related? Okay, well. Really good question. And, and to take the two issues separately, floaters we describe as debris or any disturbance in the jelly-like substance inside the eye called the vitreous body. Uh, these floaters are usually where the collagen fibres inside the liquid break down a little bit and we perceive the shadow cast by them rather than outright seeing. Uh, 
Floaters are not uncommon as we get a little bit older and as the metabolism of the eye changes. However, a sudden rush or onset of floaters can indicate damage in the retina, which needs prompt and urgent attention. The double vision, again, a separate issue. Uh, It's interesting that the two are coincident, but a separate issue. And we talked a little bit earlier on about the possible causes of double vision. If it is recent in nature, it does need to be investigated. So good luck with that, Lister. All right. Um, John Weldon, you are an expert and we really appreciate you joining us on the the programme and answering all of those questions so brilliantly. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, John is uh, from the Association of Optometrists in Ireland. In fact, he's the president of Same Said Association. John Weldon, thanks very much indeed for joining us. You're listening to Lunchtime Live. This is Adrian Kennedy with you until two o'clock. We have a lot of calls to take on stuff that we dealt with earlier on in the programme straight after the break. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.